Hello everybody, Ben Marvis here, the Raptors side, just reacting to the Toronto Raptors 107-92 win against the LA Lakers, and oh my god, what a way to return to basketball action. Obviously, this is the first regular season game the Raptors have played since everything shut down back in March, and to go up against the LA Lakers, a team a lot of people have as title favorites, a team that really came out and brought it to the Clippers the last game, came out in this one and were really throwing blows at the Toronto Raptors. It was clear the Lakers really want to win this game. And the fact that the Raptors just handled their business, shut down the Lakers in the defensive end. You know, the Lakers only had 92 points. When do you see a good team in the NBA only score 92 points today? That's that's just remarkable in itself, but to, to handle all the punches that the Lakers threw at them, get past their defense, and take over when the game mattered most, when you have players like the likes of LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the other team, it's it's a remarkable sight to see. And let's just dive into it. Let's start breaking down the players, because I, I don't want to wait any longer to talk about Kyle Lowry. 33 points for Kyle Lowry tonight, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, and... He was just an absolute beast, unstoppable out there, whether he was attacking the lane, shooting threes. It was it was a sight to behold, Kyle Lowry, just take over this game, especially down the stretch. Uh, the Lakers threw a bunch of guys on him, especially when he came out in the fourth quarter. They really wanted to slow Lowry down, and they were throwing long, tall, athletic guys. They were doubling with Dwight Howard. It sent, seemed like they were sending him to the floor every time he went in the paint. But nothing was going to stop that man. Nothing was going to stop Kyle tonight, especially not a Kyle Kuzma, who ended up... Actually, we'll leave, that, leave the Kuzma talk to a further segment, but when Lowry's doing this kind of stuff, when he's knocking down his threes at such a high clip, when he's confident going to the rim, being aggressive with the shot, attacking the lane and ready to do those dump-off passes, searching out those rebounds, doing all the Kyle Lowry things just amplified... The Raptors, I think, are an unstoppable team because we have so many big wings. Our defense is just impeccable. I'll talk about that after I touch on the beginning of the podcast. But we have so many wing scores to surround him. If Lowry can be that engine where he's just pumping in buckets on top of facilitating for everyone else and being such a threat from the three-point line, we literally have no holes in our offense. We saw occasionally last year, especially on the championship run, sometimes our, our smaller backcourt would get... Uh, taking advantage of when we play bigger teams, and obviously the Lakers are one of these bigger teams, but when Lowry's stroking like this, it's over. It, it's over. I don't care if you're LeBron James. I don't care if you own LeBronto or, or any, any of those memes. Kyle Lowry wasn't letting the Raptors lose this one, and down the stretch of this game, man, the the shots he was hitting, I, I'm saving the Kyle Lowry talk for the segments because he's going to be heavily involved, but shout out Kyle Lowry, man. Raptors goat, without a doubt Raptors goat. The, the greatest Raptor of all time showed up, showed out tonight, beating the LA Lakers in the first game back, but there's a lot of phenomenal performances tonight, and obviously the talk of the Toronto Raptors since the, the bubbles opened up and reports have been coming out is OG Ananobi, 23 points tonight, 4 rebounds, remarkable defense on LeBron, 8 of 9 shooting from the field, 3 of 3 from the 3-point line, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, when do we ever see OG Ananobi shoot? that many free throws as of one and knock them all down as of two right it's OG Anobi looks like a whole different player we've been saying it in the the scrimmages we've been saying that sort of stuff on the podcast but in the first real game where he's got an extended minutes obviously 33 minutes for OG tonight we're just we're just seeing everything come together 
I've been the biggest OG fan out there because of all the little things he does. Even, you know, the OG at the start of the season where people were kind of underwhelmed with some of his performance. His impact on defense, the way he cuts, the is just doing the little things is such a positive for this Toronto Raptors team. Even if he struggled with his handle, wasn't great at slashing, was a bit inconsistent from three. But from everything we've seen from the eye test, from all the reports that have come out, He's filled those holes. Those holes have been filled in his game. And now he's one of the most fundamentally sound, the intangibles for OG, just in terms of being in the right places on defense, on offense, making the right pass, being a being a smart player. Those are all paired with a guy that can now get his own shot, create off the move. Uh, he's always been able to finish around the rim in terms of dunking and stuff, but he has a softer touch. I don't know what it is, but he just looks like such a smooth player. And... We saw tonight, it didn't even, he's not forcing his game. He only took nine shots. He had 23 points on nine shots against LeBron James. LeBron James was there on defense trying to guard OG, and I, I just can't get over this, man. I can't get over it. If OG's playing at this sort of level, not obviously, we don't even need him scoring 23 points. OG's putting in 15 points per game. If we can continue to count on Kyle Lowry's at least 20, it's... It's going to be tough to beat us, man. It's going to be tough to beat the Toronto Raptors team. We have so many options. Pascal Siakam didn't even have a great night tonight. 5 of 17 from the field, 15 points, 9 rebounds. He was solid, but his jumper was clearly off. His Well, his jumper wasn't horrible, but his touch around the rim was really off, and that's Pascal's game, right? The questions we have about Pascal Siakam is whether the three ball is going to be on or not. It's not his touch around the rim. Even when he was a raw rookie, he had that touch around the rim, so I'm 100% positive that's going to be fine as we kind of get back in the rhythm of things, but his jumper's stroking pretty solid. He had a couple middies. He had, a, obviously, two threes tonight. If Siakam, Siakam's going to keep improving, man, in terms of, like, upon this game. Fred Van Vliet, we saw him struggle a lot tonight, or a lot, sorry, in the scrimmages and early on tonight, but the confidence from Fred Van Vliet to just show up and show out during the, the end stretch of this one really looked to attack at his game going a little bit and still was confident enough to knock down those threes. He had 13 points, 11 assists, 5 rebounds. Fred, Fred Van Vliet's doing Fred Van Vliet's stuff, and... Marcus Gasol, obviously there was talks about him maybe being potentially a prime Marcus Gasol in this bubble. Didn't he's not looking like prime Marcus Gasol out there, but he did have a couple of nice post ups, and it's not every every game we see Gasol really take work his game down the post, and I guess that makes sense because of the the ra- style of the Raptors offense. But everyone knows where Gasol's impact is mostly felt on this Toronto Raptors team, and. Obviously, Ibaka's a remarkable defender. We'll get him to sort of, sort of later in this podcast because he's been great in the scrimmages. Struggled a little bit from the in the game tonight, but Marcus Gasol being such a big body, being a wall for guys like Anthony Davis, being a wall for guys like LeBron James trying to drive the lane, just constantly having his hands up, ready to go, being in the right position at all times. People don't realize. People around the NBA don't realize how much of an impact that has on this Toronto Raptors defense and. Whatever the matchup, man, is, I'm I'm just amped up, right? If we play some bigger team where they, they drive a lot, we have Gasol just being a complete mountain to shoot over every time they go in the lane, and even LeBron James, LeBron, people call LeBron James the GOAT, he might be the GOAT, and he's getting, he's getting clamped up at the rim by, by Marc Gasol, Anthony Davis, people are saying that he's the a top five NBA player, which he probably is, and he, he can't get a bucket, Anthony Davis had two field goals tonight. Two field goals tonight for Anthony Davis. He shot seven. 
He was being aggressive too. He had the ball. He got touches almost every single possession. We just drove the ball out of his hands every single time he came down the lane. I... We got Gasol down there. We have Ibaka. We have Siakam's doing being the primary defender on obviously uh, uh, Anthony Davis all night. But then we have as soon as he tries to post up Siakam because he has the height advantage. We have Gasol coming over. Anthony Davis is not a great passer in terms of you know when compared to a guy like LeBron or something. And he he just can't make the the quick moves. We rotate perfectly. I'm not afraid of the Lakers. I'm not afraid of the Lakers in the finals. I'm not saying it'll be an easy win by any means or anything like that, but. The Lakers are the, the t- favorite, in my opinion, and when you're not looking at the Toronto Raptors, but I'm not scared of this team. I'm not scared of them. I'm not scared of the Clippers. I'm not scared of the Bucks. Right? I'm Obviously, I'm not saying it'll be easy matchups to guarantee W, but if we play like this, the defense of the Raptors showed tonight, if we continue playing at this sort of level, there is no reason the Toronto Raptors can't go back-to-back. There is no reason. And I don't think I'm hyper hyperbolizing here and taking... You know, over dramatizing one specific game, but we saw we our bench is usually our best asset. They didn't even do anything tonight, and we handled the Lakers. We handled that team, and the Lakers were going ham. They were being aggressive. Obviously, Danny Green really struggled for them tonight, but you know, Danny Green, I don't think he ever scores against teams he's played against in the past. He didn't score against the Spurs last year in one of the games. I don't think I think he had a, a zero a donut in their earlier game, but man, I am. I am amped up. This this Raptors team, the, you couldn't have asked for a better game to come back from. Such a such a long absence, but yeah, we'll break down the bench a little bit. But Norm Powell struggled from the field, but I I liked the way he played. I liked the, his aggression. You know, it, the shots weren't going in. He's a little bit chaotic, but those layups were were going down for Norm once the season was coming to a close. Honestly, all year those those takes those aggressive drives he was having they were going in every single time. So a similar vein of Siakam, I'm I'm not worried about the touch around the rim with Norman Powell. I thought he played a solid game even though he's a minus twenty two for the game. Serge Ibaka obviously been a monster during these scrimmages, but I don't know if the LA Lakers are the perfect matchup for him as obviously they have two longer guys. Serge likes to get his game going in the paint a little bit and then stretch out from the to the three-point line, but yeah, I, I think Gasol's skill set is better suited against a team like the Clippers, whereas, you know, different different matchups, we'll see Serge get the, the best of other teams, but uh, yeah, Serge, four points, four rebounds, could have had a better night, it was a little bit shaky, but uh, I think he played fine, really solid on defense once again, had a bunch of fouls. TD, I'd like to see TD be more aggressive. We, we When TD's confident and flowing, Right, he's a, he had that poor game against the Phoenix Suns, and we just want to see TD confident whenever he's out there on the court. And he was only had three points tonight, but only took two shots. And there's a, a couple points where he just didn't take his threes like we usually see him take. He had opportunities for open corner threes and just decided to pass them up. And maybe it's the pressure of going up against the purple and gold. And obviously, TD is only a rookie, an undrafted rookie at that. So we we always rave about TD's confidence, and that's his asset. So we need to continue to see that from Terrence Davis. Got some Matt Thomas run, didn't didn't really do much with it. Wasn't horrible on defense though, so I guess that's a positive. But yeah, th- this game was awesome. This game was straight up, straight up awesome. 
the way the Raptors were able to just completely contain LeBron James and Anthony Davis, obviously you can't hope you can't just stop those guys, especially LeBron, but you can contain them if you have the right defensive schemes, your team is focused on a string and ready to rock and we were hoping we, we said we'll let Danny Green and those guys try to beat us and obviously they couldn't. We we know what Danny Green kind of does in high pressure situations over the past couple of years, but yeah, Anthony Davis, only 14 points, 9 of those were on free throws, and a lot of them were just really whack-reaching calls for against Anthony Davis. 2 of 7 for the... Anthony Davis only took 7 shots, and he got the ball... The, the ball was in his hands a lot of this game. It wasn't like they were they were just chilling or taking taking the day off, or so to speak. The, the Raptors really just took it to the LA Lakers, and they got the best of them. They got the best of the Lakers tonight. Obviously, we swept the season series against the Lakers right now. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a tough task, and people are saying this is a potential finals matchup. We can't look that too, too, too far ahead, but I'm confident if we end up facing them in a playoff series. I, I am confident in this Toronto Raptors team. Maybe I'm, I'm being a homer or something, but yeah, let me know in the comment section below if you're confident going up against this Lakers team. Obviously, I think the biggest test for us will be the Bucks. I think that's the... That's the team, in my opinion, to beat. So we'll see what happens when that game comes around. But yeah, let's let's swing into the segments. And tonight, the spicy play of the day. It's going to our guy Kyle Lowry dropping the 33 piece. And for a two minute stretch, Kyle Lowry just completely owned Kyle Kuzma. Was driving into him. The Lakers, I think, went with the strategy of throwing a longer, taller guy on on Lowry, and just didn't work. You're throwing Kyle Kuzma on Kyle Lowry. That's that's foolishness. Kyle Kuzma cannot keep with that guy. He's not even stronger than Kyle. Kyle was driving into him every time, bullied him, and all all Kuzma could do was foul. That's all he could do. I think he got four fouls in the stretch of two minutes, maybe, in the, in the fourth quarter when the Raptors really just blew this one open. And, yeah, it, it was all culminating. Right, Lowry made a couple of really nice drives. Kuzma just couldn't keep with him. But the one that really set it all off was when Lowry did that little— he saw the mismatch on him, and— did those little little crossovers and did the little step back, splashed a three in Kuzma's face. It was it was great to see. And then to top it all off, the cherry on top of that spicy play of the day, you end up pointing to DeMar DeRose in the crowd who's watching that game. You know, shout out shout out to the original bromance of the Toronto Raptors. I I was I was happy to see that little point, that little acknowledgement of DeMar up there. But Bad. What a, what a game for Kyle Lowry. But not all plays can be the spicy play of the day, and some just make you say, "Oh, geez." And tonight, the OGs play of the day. There was a couple that that went on in this game tonight, and the first one, I got to give credit where credits due. LeBron James is an absolute monster, and he he hit this step back three, contested three in OG's face. That that one happened, and then the second one where he came down on the fast break and splashed another one. In uh, with OG playing phenomenal defense, those those two plays made me say OGs on that. But we have one more that's kind of Raptors oriented. Is Chris Boucher coming in this one? Obviously, Boucher had a remarkable game the last time he played the Lakers when the Raptors were pretty injured. Didn't get much run in this one, so we saw the classic Boucher of last season, where he'd come in the last two minutes and fire up, hoist his three as soon as he touched the basketball. And, didn't make it tonight, man. I don't know what's up with Boucher's three-point shooting, but made me say OGs. Oh, I don't know if Boucher has hit a shot in, like, 2020. Obviously, we only had a couple months of, of 2020 basketball, but Boucher's three, man, it just hasn't been there in any of these games, and you, you hope Boucher would start turning around in those garbage minutes because 
I feel like Boucher shot 99% from threes in the in garbage minutes last year, so I was really I was really expecting him to bang bang that one down, but unfortunately it just didn't go down and made literally made me say OGs. Oh, so those two plays, when they make you say OGs, oh, you gotta you gotta throw them into the segment. And finally, the infamous the one the only Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. And tonight, it's going to the former Toronto Raptor Danny Green. I kind of alluded to this earlier, but it seems like Danny Green, man, whenever he get plays against his old teams, he's just complete trash. He, he can't hit, throw the ball in the ocean. He's 0 of 7 from the field tonight, 0 of 6. A lot of those were completely open threes, too. Um, if you, as I said, if you remember that game we played against the Spurs last year, I don't think Danny Green was, had zero points. I think the first game that he ended up playing against them. And I, I if I recall correctly, I don't think he scored against us in the first game of the season either. He'd probably fact-check me on that, but... I don't know what this trend is with Danny Green, and if we end up playing them in the finals, he's going to need to get some buckets to make it somewhat respectable. So, I don't know. Danny Green definitely getting the Demari Carroll Gold Star Award tonight. But what a game. What a game for the Toronto Raptors. Actually, before we send it off, I do have to throw a second Demari Carroll Gold Star Award out there because the people watching on Sportsnet watching this game, what on earth was that scoreboard? There wasn't a shot clock counting down on it. The game clock just wasn't in sync with the actual game clock in inside the, the NBA stadium, like the, the wide world of sports place that they're actually playing. And the score was it was in like an orange font, an orange blurry font. What what was going on with that scoreboard? Was it just my TV? Was it, uh, I don't know, what, what was happening? But Sportsnet, if you're listening to this, if someone from Sportsnet is listening, people want to tweet at Sportsnet, they got to fix that scoreboard. I don't. I don't care if it's weird delay. It, it's just. It's just graphics. It's not an API or something you're tr- retrieving from the NBA station. It's literally just the graphics on it. And if you're getting that data, at least make it look pretty. Even if you're a bit delayed or you can't get the slot, shot clock data, don't put it a weird orange faded font. That's just disgusting. That's just gross. The they gotta fix that. But other than that bit of production, the the court was definitely better than that last Phoenix Suns game and. Yeah, the, the noise, the crowd noise, it all looked good. The energy was high. It was a good watch on TV besides the scoreboard. And obviously the game itself made it that much better. So shout out the Toronto Raptors for just being absolutely beastly on their game back. Well, a fun one to watch. Great time to be a Raptors fan. And you're the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Lots of cool stuff popping on the Instagram. So follow that definitely. And yeah, hopefully the Raptors will be able to keep this up. Lots of fun games coming up. So stay, stay tuned to the Raptors Digest for more. Raptors content and yeah you're the best cheers